Wow. I'm actually recording a live episode. Oh, I mean live like I'm alive and I'm recording it fresh, not actually live. I guess it's not live then. But it is this. Protectorate Productions Comedy Showcase. You will hear things from Classic Team Jadith Live, some new items, and I'm hoping to get some other podcasters on board by simply asking them if I could use some clips from their shows, maybe even from shows long ago. Well, jump into the adventure with me, because here we go. Okay, so let's start things off with part four of Poobah Man by John Bell. You can find his stuff over at thebatfree.com. Bell's in the Batfree is the name of his show. He's also on the Mutual Audio Network where a lot of great shows are. And this is usually the part where we joke, oh, other great shows? Well, my show is not that great, so should I, you know? No, it's a funny show. In all honesty, it's really a funny show. Uh, Probably made funnier by the fact that he plays it down. So uh, listen to this episode of Poobah Man as John Bell, with his various voices, does what he does best. Well, Brad, this is another fine mess you've gotten me into. Yes, I'm sorry. You've got the name of Bells in the Bat Free all over a hostage situation, well, which has gotten worse because our superhero has joined the bad guys. I understand that, Mr. Bell. Now it's up to us to make everything right, Brad. What are you doing about this? I've got Arnie working on his transport you later to pull the bad guy out of the hostage situation and put him right here in this little jail that I've built. Uh-huh. This had better work, Brad. This had better work. This had better work, Arnie. This had better work. What? What? You talking to me? Oh, well, uh, anyway, I'm ready to go. I got my transport later on. I got transport from the building. Excellent. But I got to know exactly where to transport from. So call him up. See where he is. All right, I'll get him on the phone and you get that thing ready to beam in. It's kind of funny. We still have these pay phones from Aunt Harriet. Yeah, funny. By the way, how is Aunt Harriet? She's still dead. No improvement, huh? No. All right. Hold on, it's ringing. Okay. Hello, yes, yes, uh, this is Brad Motworth. I'm your, uh, friendly neighborhood hostage negotiator. Uh, is this the bad guy? Yeah, okay. Listen, um, we're ready to meet your demands, uh, so, like, where are you? Yes, I know you're in the building, but where exactly in the building? No, I'm, I'm just curious. No, 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 really, no reason, nothing suspicious here. Are you, like, um, near the corn chips, or maybe the candies? Oh, how far are you from the sludgy machine? He's about three feet away from the sludgy machine. Can I move a little closer? Can you move a little closer, please? How close? Till he's touching it. Till your uh, shoulder is touching it. How's that? Okay, yeah, just scoot on over. Oh, you're there now. Yes, yes. Um, yes. Well, hold on just a second, will you? He's there. What do we do now? I just push this button and we beam in. <laughs> Success! Success! Arnie, that's the sludgy machine. That's not what you wanted? No, we wanted the guy holding the hostages. Oh, well, my transportulator doesn't work on people yet. Only machines and metal things. Brad? Yes? It's time for 
Plan B. Yeah, it's okay. Who wants a sludgy? Ooh, what flavor is it? Plan B. Plan B. Yes, Plan B. Uh, Mr. Bell, you don't have a Plan B, No, I don't do you, Brad? have a Plan B, Mr. Bell. Let me um, try something here real quick. Yes, Ms. Schmackelheimer, uh, I need you to do something for me, if you would. Uh-huh. Uh, I was wondering if we could use your skills as a hostage negotiator. Am I the hostage? No. Is Paolo the hostage? No. Then my answer would be no. But thanks so much for thinking of me, and uh, bye-bye now. I have to go out to the pool now. Bye-bye. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye. Okay, we're really in need of a plan B now. And we are back. You know, I have been listening to that story show for a very long time. Even when I was jumping in in the middle, you know, I still went back and listened to all of them. And and, and they're so funny. They're great. They're wonderful. As a matter of fact, right now, uh, I'm combing the old episodes for material and then requesting that uh, James Kennison allow me to post it here for you. And you're about to hear one of those. But I just want to say that Nobody's Listening was the name of the show originally. But you can find all the shows, whether it be Nobody's Listening or That Story Show. All of them are available at NLCast.com, along with a few other shows that may you may find very, very interesting. That being said, here is a prime example of what has been their trademark comedy for so long. And yes, it's a little childish, and that's probably why I like it. Anyway, so that was my first thing. Second thing is it was just the other day, and I came into my office, and I was alone. Mm -hmm. And so I did something that people tend to do when they know they're all alone. No. I farted. You did what? I farted big time. (laughs) (laughs) I've been having doing, doing that for a while. Like all my whole life, pretty much. <laughs> anyway, I, I thought it was safe, you know, and I, yeah. there would be time. There's 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 an inlet and an exhaust vent right in my office, so there's like lots it's of circulation. circulation yeah. So I think I'm okay. So I rip one. <laughs> so anyway, immediately a sweet little lady named Jackie who who cleans our offices appears at oh, the door. Oh gosh, she's the sweetest thing in the world. This lady is made out of sugar and spice and everything nice, you know, the whole thing. Just sweet little lady. And she's she's like, I'm here to get your trash. And I immediately jumped up, grabbed my trash can, and said, "Man, Jack, I'm gonna bring it to you this week." <laughs> and I thought she'd think that was nice. I was gonna be all smooth. She, she goes, she gets up. this confused look on her face. Why are you doing this? And I'm like, Oh, nothing, Jackie. As I'm trying to pull the clothes, the door closed mm-hmm. behind me. Uh, I just wanted to bring it over. And she suddenly gets this look of realization on her face. Her eyes get bigger. Mouth goes open. She goes, You tooted. <laughs> I I literally punched her in the shoulder. I was like, Jackie! I was trying to be all, you know, under the table, all smooth about it and stuff. And she's like, <laughs> she's turned eight years old right in front of me. She's like, and then she looks at me. She goes, I did, I just never imagined you doing that. Well, she, everybody she, does it. Because she goes to the church, you know, and I guess pastors don't fart. No. But, uh, of course not. And, well, they they don't on Sundays. Not on Sundays or Not, Wednesday nights. Or Wednesday nights, but pretty much any other time it's okay. Uh, the 11th commandment allows for it. Yes. But anyway, I just wanted to share that with you. I thought that was so embarrassing. It was so horrifying. And uh, But she just thought that was the funniest thing in the world. And uh, she kept telling people. She was telling people. She's going oh, down the gosh. hall. Oh, gosh. 
Oh, with a ramen trash can and he booted. Ah, he... <laughs> no, tooted. I'm sorry. It was tooted. So. It's been some funny stuff, hasn't it? And we're not finished yet. But I want to give time to a few people who have something else to say. What can I say about the Life Truth Network? Well, it's got almost everything. You've got audio drama. You've got Bible study. You've got sermons. You've even got behind the scenes. Life Truth Network is a partnership between Healthly Podcast Network and Protectorate Productions. And, and I got to say, to me, it feels like a next level partnership. So if you haven't checked out life-truth.com, what are you waiting for? We're going to welcome to the stage today, none other than Thomasine Pickens. Oh my goodness, it's such an honor to be here with you all today. This is Dr. Thomasine Pickens, the comedian out of San Antonio, Texas. And I'm so happy to be here with you all today. And I'm so happy to be a part of this podcast today. I want to tell you that telling jokes is just my life. Uh, I started out uh, telling jokes in the prison. I have a prison ministry. And when I would go around and tell people that I had a prison ministry, the first thing they would say is, I want to be a part of your ministry. And so I would ask them this simple question. Okay, like this application. Let me know why you want to be a part of it. Then I would ask them a very simple question. Do you know how to fight? Oh my. And they would tell me, oh yes, sister. Yes, sister. I know how to fight. I fight on my knees in prayer every night with the Lord. And I said, no, 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 no. I mean, can you throw a punch, sister? Can, can If I duck, will you block, be able to block me? Like, can you help me fight? Because sometimes we get in the prisons and it gets a little, little, little scary. And I need to know that you can throw a punch and you can hit the person so that they don't hit me. Amen, amen, somebody. Got to have somebody in there that can help out. I tell you, I, you know, I often wonder... We got the devil trying to be in everything, everything. We got him trying to be in the devil eggs. He's in the dirt devil vacuum cleaner. He's in everything. And we need to start keeping him out. Stop eating that stuff that's causing you to get the devil in you. Then you wonder why you're so full of the devil. Come on, it's all them devil eggs you've been eating all these years. If I was Jesus' mother, I'm telling y'all right now, I would have ruined life as we all know it today. Because when the, when he, oh, come on, when Jesus was lost for them three days, and then when he was finally found, and the first thing he said to his mama was, don't you know? I'm about my father's business, Lord, world over, game over, Jesus over. I would have struck that child down. He would have got a pow, pow for real. I'd have ruined everything. Y'all wouldn't be able to do what you're able to do today. Oh, Lord, I'm glad that wasn't me. Now, let me tell y'all, Peter, Peter's my dude. Peter's my dude. But dang, he was always messing up. Peter was always trying to say and do stuff that he wasn't supposed to say and do. Remember when he rebuked Jesus? (laughs) <laughs> oh that was funny he said gee he told Jesus, you're not going to get killed no you're not you ain't going nowhere and then jesus had to turn around and rebuke that spirit that was in peter 
Talking about get thee behind me, Satan. And you know Peter wanted to have a conversation with Jesus. You just wait a minute, Jesus. I've been rocking and rolling with you this whole time, and you done call me the devil. Now, wait a minute. You know I'm not saying. I thought I was your number one boy. Remember when them soldiers was after you and what I did? Huh? Remember? Peter cut his ear off and Jesus was like, Peter, Peter, Peter. Like, here we go again. Like, Peter was always messing up. That's why he my boy, because I would have been the same way. Jesus would have been constantly after me like, Thomasine, Thomasine, please sit over there and stop doing what you're doing. Oh, my goodness. Y'all talk about men and women rejecting you. Shoot, I'd be feeling some type of way with creditors. Why would you offer me an opportunity to apply for your credit card? You can tell me, hey, we've got a great opportunity for you. Apply for this credit card only to deny me. Now, that'd be some hard, serious rejection because that's how I think. If you didn't want me to have a credit card, why did you offer it to me? But now that you offered it to me, you know you really need to give it to me. Oh, my goodness. I don't know about y'all, but that, re- that type of rejection go deep, deep, deep. Y'all, if I was 911 dispatch, I would mess stuff up. Do you hear me? Somebody come and tell me, this 911, how can I help you? He hit me. He hit me. Well, did you hit him back? Before the popo gets there, you need to hit him back. What is wrong with you calling? Tell me he hit you, girl. Can you not fight? Going back to, can you throw a punch? Do you know how to duck? Can you run, sister? Can you run? Say I'd mess up 911. They'd be calling me for help. I'd be giving them instructions. This is what you need to do. When he go to sleep, <laughs> I would mess it all up. That's why I am not 911 dispatch. Oh boy, let me tell y'all, when we get to heaven, I need to have a conversation with Miss Eve. Adam and Eve, yeah, I want to talk to Eve. Ooh, we Eve messed up the whole thing called life. We supposed to have it easy, ladies. We supposed to be breezing easy, laying back, just relaxing. And here come Eve messing everything up. Eve up here talking to a snake. Now she knows she was not supposed to be talking to that snake. And here she is talking to the darn snake. And now she got us all messed up. Somebody call Eve and ask her, girl, what was you thinking? Now even our childbirth is painful because of Eve. I'm telling y'all, when I get to heaven, I'm going to hug the Lord. I'm going to hug Jesus. I'm going to wave to all my angels. And then I'm going to say, where Eve at? Because me and Eve got to have a conversation because I need to know why she messed up my life. It could have been so good, y'all, if it hadn't been for Eve. Hmm. My doctor told me, he keeps telling me this. He always saying, Miss Pickens, you need to lose weight. You're just not at the right weight. And I constantly tell my doctor, sir, I really need you to start seeing me in the spirit and stop seeing me in the natural. If you stop looking at me in the natural, uh, then you can see that I do not need to lose weight, but you're being earthly minded instead of heavenly minded. And I need you to get your mind on things above and not the things right here on earth. Amen. God bless y'all. That's my time. This is Dr. Thomasine Pickens out of San Antonio, Texas. If you'd like to reach out to me, you can find me on Facebook. I am a Christian comedian. I keep it clean and keep it funny. And you can also go to my website, www.reallifecoachingcenter.org. I'm also a certified 
life coach. And I believe if you want to live your life on purpose, I'm the one to help you to live it on purpose. Stop complaining about it and start living it. So God bless you. And thank you for tuning in today. Let's hear from Sheep Laughs. You can find Sheep Laughs Comedy Show over at the previous aforementioned website. Fred Passmore, John Lawton, and sometimes a few others do some great comedy, and I love sharing it with you. Here's another one. Now, I'd like to say that the program is lifting laughter to a higher level, so I'm doing it literally this week. I'm in a helicopter piloted by a radio traffic reporter friend of mine, and from way up here, the trees look like weeds, and the people look like ants. They are weeds and ants. We haven't left the ground yet. I'm just warming up the engine. Oh. Oh, well, uh... Circling the city now about 100 feet up, and the view is awesome. I really wish you could see the billowy clouds and the blue sky that... Huh? Well, howdy there, Mr. Fred. How's it going? Uh, fine, Jeremiah. <laughs> I didn't know you were sitting in the back seat. Uh, what's that, son? I don't think I heard you right. I said, when did you slip into the back seat of this helicopter? Son, are you talking to me? Because your fence post ain't lining up with mine. Well, we're in a helicopter, see? Uh, Mr. Fred, has somebody been spiking your yoo-hoo? You're making about as much sense as a water spigot on a watermelon. Ah. Uh. I give up. I was using sound effects, Jeremiah, to suggest that I was doing the show from the air, but you just blew that illusion. Well, I'm plumb sorry about that, son, but I guess that's why you're the radio feller and I'm just a janitor. <sighs> Speaking of which, would you mind handing me your trash can there? Yeah, here you go. Well, since you're here, you heard any good stories lately? Well, sir, I do happen to have a good one this time. A young feller about seven years old was at the corner grocery store picking out a box of laundry detergent. And the grocer walked over to the boy and said, You got a lot of laundry to do or something? And the boy said, I ain't got no laundry. I'm going to wash my dog. And the grocer said, You shouldn't use this stuff to wash your dog. It's right powerful. And if you wash your dog in this, he might get sick. In fact, it might even kill him. But the boy didn't pay no attention and so... He carried the detergent to the counter and paid for it, even as the grocer was still trying to talk him out of washing his dog. Well, about a week later, the young fella was back in the store to buy some candy, and the grocer asked the boy how his dog was doing. The boy said, well, my dog died. Well, the grocer tried not to take on a, you know, I told you so kind of attitude, and he told the boy he was sorry about the dog, but he did say, I tried to tell you not to use that detergent on your dog. And the boy said, well, I don't think it was the detergent that killed him. And the grocer said, well, what was it then? And the boy said, I think it was the spin cycle. <laughs> oh, man. That was good. Oh, yes, sir. That boy had the wrong idea about cleaning up that hound, just like we have wrong ideas sometimes about what it takes to clean up our souls. Sometimes the things we try, I tell you, instead of the blood of Jesus, are just about as dumb. Well, I'm going to get on out of here, Mr. Fred. You can start your heli chopper right back up. <laughs> no, can't go back to that now. Oh, what imagination. See you next time, son. All right. 
when I asked my friend and fellow podcaster, Keith Helpsley, to uh, curate me some comedy old-time radio bits uh, for the show, he did it, and he did it very well. And here is another bit from Abbott and Costello that he chose for the program. Marilyn is right, Thank Costello. You, this is Thank your you. chance to become famous. Now, you've got a good job as a baseball player, and you might find your proper niche in life. Yes, I might. I mean, after all, if I find my... What will I find? A niche, a niche. You'll find your niche. Abbott, when I find an itch, I scratch it. No. <laughs> what in the world are you talking about? An itch. I once had the seven-year itch. What happened? I scratched real fast and got rid of it in three and a half years. <laughs> I mean, an itch in life. An itch in life is what everyone is looking for. Anyone who is successful has found an itch. Well, if that's the case, I know an Airedale that is doing very well. <laughs> Listen to me, Costello. When I say an itch, I don't mean an itch like you have when you have an itch. No. I mean an itch like you have when you have a notch. Oh, you don't mean an itch like an itch when you have an itch. You mean an itch like you have when you have a notch. Now you've got it. Now I've got it. I don't even know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Costello, why do you mash everything up like that? You're the most mixed-up man I ever saw. Well, maybe it's because I fell on my mother's mix master this morning. She had it set for mashed potatoes. Oh. I'm <laughs> oh, mother. I know that. You idiot. All I'm trying to tell you is that a niche is a notch. Catch? Notch. Notch. All right. Now you know that a niche is a notch. Uh, you know that both of them are the same. Yes. Now, I could have a notch and you could have a niche. Yes. Niche to me and notch to you. Yes. <laughs> I'm only trying to impress you the importance of being a big league ball player and having a good income. Did you ever draw a nice big fat salary? No, I never drew a fat salary, but I once sketched a skinny tomato. No, no, no. no. <laughs> so when I say draw, I don't mean draw like you draw when you draw. All I mean draw like you draw when you draw a salary. Have it. Let me smell your breath. Mm-hmm. Just as I thought. You've drawn one too many already. Can you listen to me, please? When I say you draw a salary, I mean you draw money. Now he's got me drawing money. Wait till the FBI finds out about this. I'll probably draw 20 years in a clink. And they don't feed you any salary in there, either. Costello, when I say you draw money, I mean you draw like you draw money to spend it. Not, not like when you draw on an easel. That's what I always say. With money, it's easel come, easel go. No, no, no. Everybody draws money. I draw money. I've been drawing money for years. My brother draws money. He's been drawing money for years. You draw, and your brother draws? Certainly. Just as I thought. You and your brother are an old pair of drawers. And believe it or not, we have ended the program without a bit. I don't even remember using one of my pre-recorded introductory bits that I use. So this is a bumper-free episode, <laughs> you might say. I hope that you have a great day. And I want you to remember two things. One May God bless you in that you find what you need. And if you don't know Jesus Christ, your greatest need is a Savior. The other thing is I want you to remember that laughter, it's a really good medicine.